So, Mike, recently the ECB have said that they're not going to raise rates, everything's going to stay the same until March, perhaps. A wise decision? Certainly if you look at the incoming economic data, I mean, it's still looking pretty solid for the for the Eurozone. And in fact, this is really why December's meeting was such a train wreck. Uh, I mean, you had uh, the ECB effectively in their October meeting signalling that easing on December was on the cards. Very happy for the market expectations to run well ahead of it. Of course, they didn't deliver in December. But, uh, you know, the backdrop again is getting the euro lower. It's, again, it's one of the few relatively reliable reflationary levers that policymakers have out there. And that does worry me because, you know, the markets will say, oh, yeah, great, even cheaper money, you know, as if we haven't seen a lot of that already. But actually, the, the backdrop of what is really going on is, again, it's another chapter in, in currency wars. And we all know this is a zero-sum game. I mean, you know, we, all, we keep saying it. Every you know, G20 keeps on meeting every now and again. So, well, we, we, we promise not to do anything and to uh, devalue our currencies. And they go back to their hometowns and then busily talk down their, their domestic currency. So do you think we should look at the reassessment in March with trepidation because there'll be more QE? Or are you happy about it? For me, it's just a, just a very tired old song, isn't it? I mean, it's cheaper, cheaper and cheaper money. We had this discussion, of course, about the Fed, and uh, um, you know, particularly post-August and, and China, and the people say, well, there's no way the Fed could raise rates. Well, guess what? They raised rates in December. And actually, you saw the market panic in September when they didn't raise rates. And I think, in good grief, you know, the Fed must be really seeing something really nasty. All these central banks, it's a balance. You know, if my thesis about this liquidation of assets is correct, where I'm coming from is that whilst very, very loose monetary policy in the early years of the crisis was necessary to shore up the banking system and basically try and, uh, if you like, introduce a work solution to the post-crisis environment, it then became part, it's then become part of the problem because you know, low rates for many, many, many years has actually caused um, the pricing signals through asset markets to be highly distorted. The pricing of risk has become problematic. And never forget that one of the things which isn't focused on, even so many years after then, is the role that markets played in the great financial crisis. Markets mispriced all sorts of things. I think we actually need higher interest rates going forward to actually try and flush this stuff out of the system. Otherwise, you know, this, this game, we could be here in 10 years' time saying, well, I wonder when the ECB is going to raise rates. We need to see the US continue to ratchet up rates, which is their intention, of course. Um, that's the only way we're going to see this misinvestment, this malinvestment actually liquidated. As I say, that's the only reason we, we're going to get productivity up. It's the only way we're going to get inflation back into the system. It's the only way we're going to get global growth moving forward on a sustainable basis, as opposed to, you know, we're on morphine all the time. We kind of feel great, but, you know, we're not going to be jogging anywhere anytime soon.